those of you who got an invite. Welcome to Nerd Prom. No matter where in the world you are, we're all NERDS International. With the hyphen. In this episode, we're dealing with a lot of religious themes. But bear in mind that we love everyone, Morning. no matter what your belief or background. So don't worry, we're not going to say anything offensive. And if we do, sorry. Sorry. It's but unintentional. I wanted to start the show off with a little story. Because I used to go to a religious school when I was a... Uh, when I was a child for, for a little while, right? And um, basically, I once saw a kid had written um, Hello Jesus on the side of his Bible because we all had to have our own Bibles, right? Yeah. And I thought that was really funny. So I did the same to mine. Obviously, I have very little imagination as a child. So on in big letters on the side of my Bible, like on the pages, yeah. right, I wrote Hello Jesus. And um, my teacher saw that and he was furious at me and he came up to me, this guy, a teacher called Mr. Holland, and he came up to me, and this was during Easter time. Right. And he grabbed my, my arm and he slammed it down on the desk, actually really hurt. And he went, did you know that our Lord died to save us during these times? And this is what it boils down to. And he shoved the Bible in my face and he, he went, hello, Jesus. from the butt of a Cuban cigar joke, it's me, Nick Lamley Lambslice. And me, Harrison Hunt, a.k.a. Bang. And collectively, through the power of the above, we are... The Tabletop Twats! And this is a tabletop RPG show all about tabletop RPGs. And today we have got a bloody show for you today, and we are—we've got what you've been saying where we talk about what we've been playing. We've got the main subject, which this time is going to be a very special one because we're talking about testament role playing in the biblical era. Oh yes! And then we've got our song fight where we make songs and we battle them. And then we've got the chamber of challenges. We've got electro letters. We've got our award-winning one in a lifetime outro and that's about it really yeah I don't know why I, I didn't sort of say that sentence as if it was coming to an end but, but it did but brother Harrison yes sister Nick blessed is thy pod exactly because today is a very it's very religious themed we're talking a lot about religion today we're gonna to tone the curse words down fuck that no fucking <laughs> way are we doing that no we're not we, we, it's gonna be the same old pod but it's gonna have some religious themes and we, yeah, we bought this um, uh, special book, Testament Role-Playing in the Biblical Era, so we are going to talk about that. It's going to be a wicked brav, but for now, let's get into what you've been slaying. Oi! Yeah? What you slaying? First thing that we played this week was Last Parsec. Oh, yes. So this is a um, Savage Worlds game. Official setting. Official setting. Mm-hmm. Is it official? Hmm. Okay, well, it's official, ladies and gentlemen. You heard, you heard it, here it first. first. The last part said it's an official Savage Worlds. I think it's setting. actually pinnacle. It might be, but um, <laughs> this setting is a sci-fi setting for Savage Worlds. A lot of people have said it's a bit naff, and they would be right. But we played it with uh, Terry Hansen as the GM. He's a friend of ours, and he managed to turn it on its head and actually make something decent out of it. And we played a very trippy setting where basically we went into this um, abandoned ship 
Yeah, oh. we got a distress beacon, didn't we? Distress we went, beacon. Uh, we went and checked it out, and uh, oh no, no, it wasn't just your your run of the mill abandoned ship. It was a goddamn mindfuck. Mindfuck. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. basically, they were doing powerful hallucinogens on board, and we when we went on there, we got subjected to those hallucinogens as well, and had to go through mm-hmm. a big mindfuck. Yeah. And if you get prison. killed in the hallucinogen, you get killed in the real agen. Exactly, yeah. and so we were being guided through this sort of mind prison by this squirrel, and had to beat uh, beat these gnomes. We had to beat a squirrel that grew to a massive size. He grew, size. and then had laser beams for fucking eyeballs. Yeah, we had to make our way through a ballroom that, if we failed, we would be dancing in for eternity. With a load of corpses that were like puppets. There was a frog. There was a frog the at one point. Psychedelic frogs. Man, it was crazy. It was a very, very, very good campaign it was indeed. Fun. Yeah, very good fun. Would I recommend Last Parsec as a book on its own? Uh, fuck no. But if if you if you know Terry Hansen... <laughs> if two handsome's on it, then you're fine. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, Last Parsec is a very dry, uh, not very good sci-fi setting. But I think that um, if, you, if you're creative enough to do something with mm-hmm. it, it's got some very, very good items in there. The races are very, very fun to play, yes. aren't they? Because you can be... Um, plant people you could be cat person I I, I think that um, as I've said in a previous podcast I think that this setting takes itself way too seriously Mm. and if you play uh, with it as written it's a bit shit if you take all the shit in there and maybe run with it and do something a bit more silly and a bit out there you can have some real fun with it it. overall really enjoyed playing it because yeah we did have some fun with it and didn't take it quite so seriously no yeah I played a vending machine so exactly yeah (laughs) yeah. and I played a cat yeah so it was great but no it's absolutely brilliant yeah really 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 good thank you very much Terry so yeah I also uh Played some Deadlands. Uh, oh yeah, it was your maiden voyage into Deadlands, wasn't it? It certainly was. I bloody it loved it. Um, I, I'm really enjoying Deadlands. Um, now, are you playing Savage World, uh, Savage Worlds rules or Classic? I'm playing. I'm playing Savage Worlds. Okay. Although I would like to play the Classic, Savage Worlds just happened to be cheaper. If and... Kickstarter hurry up and deliver, maybe we can look at it. Cause I'm waiting on my my Kickstarter for the Savage for the Classic, and I so I did. I did manage up. to get all the Classic off. Uh, no, I better not say that because the police might get me. You found them? I found them on the floor. Someone threw them on the floor. I know I just picked them up. Take, right? please, written above them. So there you go. <laughs> so that's not even illegal. Nope. So don't even tell me. Can't get arrested for finding shit. Exactly. So try it, police. <laughs> but um, but no, I didn't play that one that I found on the ground and then put in my computer. I played um, the Savage Worlds version uh, instead. Uh, yeah, so... I really enjoyed it. What I did is I, I played a, a campaign what I made up. Um, Lovely. Yeah, I took the map for um, Coffin Rock, which is a published adventure which I bought, and I used that, but I did a new uh, new campaign, uh, which, is, which is a made-up one, and mm-hmm. basically... It's about as typical as they come. But the thing is, there are a lot of cliched adventures and things like that that you see in Western movies and things like that that players might not necessarily have played. Yeah. You might have seen it a million times before, but you've never played it before. You've never had a shootout at high noon, you know what I mean? Exactly. Or, or and, like that, yeah. and so I think that these things are fun to play. So basically, all it is is that they arrive at this new town. They're a bunch of travellers. we got one um, huckster. we got a cool. um, gunslinger. Mm-hmm. 
and we've got a prostitute um, slash ninja. And basically, they turn up at this new town, and everyone's real nice, and they're nice people, you know, and they go into the saloon, and there's this gang member, and this, the big boss comes in, right, and he's yeah. got two guys with him, and he starts bullying the staff, and nobody, everyone is in the saloon, like most mm-hmm. of the town are in the saloon, having a nice drink, they're all having a laugh, they're greeting the new guys, all of this. And, yeah, these, these the big boss comes in, he starts beating on the woman behind the bar, he starts giving it a large... And nobody's doing anything. They're all shit scared. Mm-hmm. But the new guys, you know, they're tough. They're a hey, gunslinger, a, a yeah. ninja, a huckster. And so they just fucking obliterate this fool. One turn, <laughs> and they just fucking destroy him. Yeah. And then they just... And, and all the people in the bar are like, oh my God, what have you done? He's the most feared gang member uh, in, all, in all the lands. You've just killed him. But he's just a lowly grunt. The His boss... He, he's going to come here tomorrow. Now you fucking killed that guy. His boss is going to come here and he's going to bring his whole army with him. Oh, boy. Because you've just killed his best mate. Oh, shit. And so, so it's like, you know, it's, it's a good old tale. Everyone's nice. done it before. But now now they're in a predicament where these three guys who just turned up into the town have just, have just fucked everything up for they this town. Fucked the town yeah, up. They, yeah, they had an arrangement and now they have to protect the town from this army of 200 people that are coming tomorrow, oh, tomorrow at noon. You know, it's the classic thing. So, awesome. so, so they had a whole day to prepare and all the townspeople said they could use whatever they want in the town. Just so, don't let them die. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So everything in the general store, all the stuff in the bar, mm-hmm. um, they went They went to the church, they did all of this, they got everything they could and they set up like a perimeter of explosives, they set up um, loads of barbed wire tripping like traps for the horses yep. that were going to roll into town, all of this stuff. Strategic exactly. operation, lovely. Yeah, and then they fought this big war yeah. and then right at the end of it, this um, this, this guy comes in, uh, the big boss, mm-hmm. who, um, who just strolls in casually and they start. They they're standing on top of buildings, and they, they were just like, "Fuck, that's that's the guy, that's the boss." And they start throwing their spells at him. They're shooting him. They're fucking throwing dynamite at him. And they're just like, "Let's fucking waste this fool." And all the meanwhile, all the townsfolk are fucking fighting with like sharpened, um, you know, uh, Pick, pitchforks, pitchforks and stuff, and yeah. like just knives and forks and, and whatever they could <laughs> yeah. find. They're wailing on all the all the bandits. And then the boss comes in. He comes rolling into town, yeah. and they just fucking obliterate him. Forty-one damage straight away. Whoa. Thirty-two damage all of this shit and then he just gets up and they're like how the fuck is he not dead yeah. and he just goes who done did that to me and then um, the uh, the huckster just goes it was I and then that was where we ended the game oh and nice so, and so yeah he's taken an ungodly amount of damage and they don't know how he's managed to live through it he ain't normal like yeah exactly cool. and so that, that was where we left the nice game. cliffhanger as well it was fucking brilliant brilliant yeah. oh so awesome it sounds fucking awesome and uh, that was uh, we'll try and keep this brief but a very very last thing that I bought was in fact Mouse Guard now I won't get the box out but uh, I bought Mouse Guard 2nd edition and this is a new product that I got and I'm super super excited about yeah. it so this might be one of the best box sets I've ever bought for the low low price of uh, £7 oh. which is ridiculous but you can pick this up for about 30 to £50 which I know seems like a lot of money well worth it though exactly you get a full rule book you get four packs of cards, which include, I believe, uh, like status cards. Mm-hmm. You get item cards, armor cards. You get four packs of cards, so it's one for 
up to four players that you're going to have at yep. the table. You get four sets of uh, no five sets of dice, so that includes one for the DM. You get a DM screen. I think I might have mentioned the rule book already. Of yeah, course. you get rule, but you get uh, adventures, don't you as well? Yeah, you get adventures mm-hmm. and the map as oh, well. Nice. And I think that's everything that's included in the box. So very very good value yeah, for money. Yeah, all of that. You get a lot of stuff. You get everything you're ever going to need for mouse, for mouse cards. Oh, and a pad of character sheets as well. Oh, pad. Yeah, Excellent. so you get about so 200 no character sheets. Oh, that's brilliant. It's amazing. Very good. One of the best things ever. So nah, mate. That's pretty, exactly. So I think that's pretty much everything we've been playing this week. Yes, it? mate. I think that is. It's been a good week. Slaying away as usual. Yep. Yep. So we've had to keep that quite brief this week because... We've got an absolute rip-roarer of the main, main subject. subject. Oh, my God. Blessed is the pod. Blessed is the pod. Let's go on to the main subject, ladies and gentlemen. Main subject. Main subject. It was an era of kingships and rebellion, a time of clashing superpowers that built cities and monuments to the gods and the egos of great kings. It was an era when charioteers rode the battlefield like knights, when the warnings of wizards were treated like the voices of the gods. It's a great story. But can you turn it into a role-playing game? So that was an introductory passage from Testament, role-playing in the biblical era. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. That's a real product that exists. And holding it this, in my hand. Yes, he's holding it in his hand. And this is a wonderful gift that we got thanks to our Patreons. Yeah. Uh, or it would be if we actually had our Patreon and our Patreon wasn't stolen from us by Highwaymen. Yes. So we got this out of our, our own pockets and we will we will be getting that money back once we get the Patreon back. But so thank you very much thank to you very much, everyone yeah. at Patreon for for this. Uh, you you the man. You all the men. Yep. Um, but yeah, this so this is a uh, a um, book that uh, allows you to um, to role play um, in the in in the biblical. Era, yeah, yeah. basically. I love the tagline, you've read the book, now play the game. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, it assumes a lot of you, really. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is written by a man called Scott Benny. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. No relation to Benny's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're just going to dive right in and tell you what you can find in this book. Because, yeah. I mean, straight away, you're, you people are thinking, you know, what, what the fuck? What, what the what, hell? What on earth are they thinking? Because... That is mad. It is a mad idea when you think about it. But you know, as as the book says, uh, there, there's a lot of um, a lot of stuff that in the Bible that might actually be good for a role playing game. Yeah. Um, as it says in the book, um, it says it says the Bible has enough violence and sex to make even the most bloodthirsty barbarian wince. Ooh. Uh, that's, a, that's an actual <laughs> quote from the book. Um, I just picture Conan walking over and be like, "Oh no, 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 yeah, too much." It, it, it says in the book, basically, it starts off by saying that they're originally going to make a game targeted specifically at Christians and Jewish folk who wanted to enjoy a religious product, but they believe that RPGs work best as entertainment, so the book is supposed to draw on the Bible as inspiration and is basically not intended to be a product to peddle, <laughs> peddle the author's views. <laughs> So I guess they sort of dodged a bullet there because they were going to make like a hyper religious game, but yeah. they they decided against it in the end. Probably Although that's they they did miss the mark a, a little bit later on because they they it's not quite the case in certain aspects. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
Um, for example, instead of alignments, uh, mm-hmm. you now have it's it's measured in piety. Instead of like having lawful good and, and stuff like that, yeah. you now are just measured in how how pious you are. You are, yeah. Um, but we'll get into that later because the book actually has a whole section on that. Um, but the first section of the book, um, so we're going to dive right in. The first section of the book is basically the character creation. Um, now this book is a D twenty system. And it was released as part of the open gaming li- license, so it basically works like D and D three point five. Yeah, and this is a book that works alongside your D and D three point five books. Actually, says up in the front. Yeah, requires the use of Dungeons and Dragons third edition core book. Yes, exactly. So um, it has, but basically, it has an extra step before. Uh, but before you create your characters, it has an extra step because um, the DM has to decide what time period you're playing in, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, you're you're basically limited to what types of character you can play. Right, depending on on what area you're from, right, okay. Which kind of sucks. So, for example, um, if you play in Israel pre-Egypt, which is 2000 to 1800 BC, (laughs) which, of course, the book helpfully tells you is the time of Abraham through Joseph, the book says, the heroes are herdsmen, farmers, and city dwellers, sympathetic to the patriarchs and their search for a homeland and a purpose in life. Oh, which I know what that it kind of sounds like. Okay, yeah, here's an example of adventure, right? But what that means is that basically the book is out and out telling you you're not the main characters. You're just a, you're just a shepherd Te- looking help, for a house, helping these guys <laughs> find a house. Yeah, yeah. It's someone's which is fucking sh- shit. But um, yeah, so that kind of sucks a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that bit does. It does include um, others such as Israel, the two kingdoms, nine two four to five eight seven BC. The PCs must try to forestall the wrath of the Lord by awakening a spark of faith in people grown cold and decadent. Cold call him. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I actually thought it sounded quite good, but yeah, you are basically going door to door saying, have you heard the word of Jesus? Would you like to let God into your life? Basically, yeah. Um, so, but you know what? It could actually be quite good if you if if you try and belittle it like that. It is it is kind of you a can bit make shit. it fun. You could make it fun. No, because you could be going into like let's say for instance you're going to like a town where all the people just they they don't know about God anymore and well, they've all, completely shunned God. They're anti God. Yeah, and they're just properly hedonistic. There's yeah. gambling. There's titties everywhere. <laughs> oh, Everyone's got fucking for yeah. yeah, and then and then you have to go down. You're like, for fuck's sake, this place has gone mental. What's going on? We must exorcise these demons. And imagine if you had to do that through the medium of beating the fuck out of everyone. Now we're talking. That would be sick. Except the Lord, and then whack them over the there. Because there was, imagine if you had to do that, like by maybe you had to like this. This city was like all into gambling and shit, mm-hmm. and you had to go and sort out the gambling ring by beating the fuck out of or all these could, mobsters. Could, yeah, or it could be something like, um, you know, an espionage where you've got to go undercover and um, slip in to the gambling rings and like kind of attack them from within and stuff See, like that. See, with a little bit of imagination, it's not that bad, nah. but it, the book does make it sound a bit shit. <laughs> the book, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it should say at the bottom, but imagination is boundless to so do what you like. You know what, actually, it does say oh, that. It, it does say that you can do alternate campaign settings if you want, mm-hmm. but the advice on how to do so, do, the advice on how to do so, it basically says buy a bible. <laughs> That's your only. That's your only resource you can use. It's like, what if I don't wanna? Yeah, it says. There, it basically says, yeah, there are alternate campaign settings available, like the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> plenty of adventures in there, pre-published. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. For other modules, please see this ancient <laughs> see, book. See Job chapter <laughs> one through five. Okay. Uh, anyway, basically, once a uh, time uh, period is is um, chosen, you can now pick your race. Mm-hmm. So all the classics are there. You got dwarf, uh, elf, hobbit. <laughs> Shut up. Fuzzy. You got beard guy. You got uh, longer beard guy. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you got Babylonian, Egyptian, uh, Canaanite, and Israelite. That, have, that is it. I'd have to be a Babylonian just for the name. You would. Yeah. Uh, Babylonian. Um, <laughs> picking your race uh, doesn't actually have any stat bonuses because oh. if if it did, that would be well racist, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> the Babylons can jump higher. Or fucking. Yeah, imagine if they really... had like Egyptians are have low charisma. People would be like, "What the fuck?" But What's they wrong like with to you? dance. Well, I haven't seen the everybody do the Egyptian. That's a see. Even joke. you saying that is racist. So it's like, I don't know. It's yeah, a song. <laughs> Well, is it though? Or have you just made it up? So, uh, yeah, but all it affects is basically what languages you speak and what classes you can pick. Right. And once you pick that, you have to pick a floor for your character, which is uh, which is something new. So um, these are things such as boaster, bully, covetous, racist. Boaster, yeah, God always listens to me, mate. Yeah, yeah, my God's the best one. <laughs> um, don't we all have the same God? Uh, no, not actually, if you do your reading. Um, you can have racist or irritating. Um, yeah, so you can have things like that. So you okay, have to pick a floor. Um, you don't actually pick an advantage, which is kind of cool. Um, so you have new classes for this. Mm-hmm. This is what everyone's been waiting for. This, this is, is what is we the, want to know. This is the pay dirt. Yeah. Um, and these actually depend on which race you pick. So because the um, the races and the lands that they inhabit are so vast, yep. each each race has their own new classes. Cool. Um, although this game makes makes such leaps and bounds to not be racist, the Israelites <laughs> have more classes than anyone else. Oh dear. So... <laughs> You know, well done, book. Uh, yeah, so believe it or not, you can use um, all the ones from D&D alongside this, which doesn't make any sense because um, paladins wouldn't have been around for another few hundred years. So if you're a paladin, you're like from the future. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't even... um, And plate armor wasn't around for quite a while. No. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so... So you can be a ranger and... A bard, a cleric. Oh, wow. okay. Well, cleric, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. so anyway, the new classes. Uh, let's get into this. So Israelite classes. The first new class for the Israelites is the uh, Levite priest. So these are basically alternate clerics for the god of Is- Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to be lawful good, and they can perform exorcisms, which is <laughs> god, fucking awesome. pretty cool, yeah. Um, they can craft phylacteries, which are basically arm or headbands, which make spellcasting easier. Pretty cool. And at level 13, they gain the ability to more effectively cast plagues. <laughs> more effectively? What, they're a bit rubbish? Yeah, like originally they're just like a few bugs. Come I'm going to put a plague on you and it's, it's just like, like everyone gets covered in jam. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, or it's like one shit. cricket and they're just <laughs> like... <laughs> well, just stamps it and it's like... Is that it? Pretty rubbish plague, mate. I'm not level 12 yet. Um, yeah, but basically all that means is they get a plus five to all disease or plague-based spells. That's fine. Um, they don't have to prepare spells like other uh, spellcasters do, and other than that, they basically work the same as regular clerics, mm-hmm. which is a bit unimaginative and a bit shit. Okay. So what I think is that they they were a bit lazy with that one. They mm-hmm. just went, oh, we should make a new class. Uh, What's the they got? Cleric. Yeah, just slightly alter that. That's fine. Make him, make him good at plagues. Yeah. Next Israelite class is the psalmist. So a psalm is like a uh, is like a Bible poem or or like a hymn or whatever. So uh, these guys are basically hymn bards, 
and they have an ability called Worship Circle, which I actually think is awesome. Um, it sounds like Circle Jerk, but don't don't even think about that. <laughs> which is sound. Which is a level one ability where everyone gets a plus one to all saving throws for three rounds if they gather in a circle of worship with the psalmist. Oh wow! But I actually think that's pretty cool. So that means that everyone before the fight all get all gathers around in a circle and prays. So imagine doing that before a boss fight. Everyone's cool. like, right, guys, we're about to fight Satan, and everyone's like, Ah oh, heaven, Ah oh, oh. Baba, <laughs> yeah, and then, and and then everyone's like, okay, guys, pray to not die, and they're like, dear Lord. Please can we not die? And everyone's like, right, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. That's cool, I like that. Um, they have a, an, another like bunch of innate abilities, but they're all just like, basically just sing a hymn to get a bonus to this or that. <laughs> so it would be like, okay, you can go, before a fight, you can sing a hymn to get stronger or, or this yeah, and that. So yeah. I didn't bother noting those down because they're kind of boring and kind of shit. Yes. So uh, they have two classes, all in all, the Israelites, and the Egyptians have only one, as oh. I've said before. The first one they have, and I'm sorry for my pronunciation of all of these, um, is the uh, Keri Heb, a.k.a. the Reader of Scrolls. They're basically Egyptian wizards who get their powers from Egyptian gods. They use wizard spells, but can use some cleric spells depending on which domain they choose. At third level, the Keri Heb can craft a Shabti. Now, these Ooh. are fucking awesome. Yeah. So they can basically carve a little wooden figurine that mm-hmm. when thrown at the floor, it turns into a commoner with labourer's tools that can live for 10 hours <laughs> until they're killed and will do what you tell them. <laughs> so imagine... Summon handyman. So what you would do, right, is just get, like spend all your time crafting a bunch of these. Yeah. And then let's say, for instance, you're faced with an unsurmountable foe. Just chuck, like, just empty a bag of these onto the floor. And then they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh look who it is what do you want done uh, <laughs> go 200 of you uh, just craft uh, a house and and then with a nice lock on the door and <laughs> yeah and you've got like inside. a workforce <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool I like that um, but the coolest thing about that is that at 10th level you can craft a better version that comes equipped with weapons and armour oh okay so you've got one that can just fight for you but even better. So you can sit in that house that the lower level guys built you, summon a bunch of warriors. To stand at the door with crossbows. Job done. You, you win. <laughs> yeah. Big God wink. It seems a bit OP to me, but... Yeah. So all you need is a sack and, and a bunch of wood. So that's all you need. And yeah. you've got enough shabtees to last you a whole game. You could shabtee the fuck out of that So game. if if you play a carry heb... Put all your points into craft um, Shabti. There you go. That's it. That's the game breaker right that's, there. That's it. Other than that, they just get scribe, scroll, and a bunch of item creation feats, really basic stuff. Uh, the Babylonians get yep. ma- Magus, or is it Magus? Ma- Magus? Magus of the Starry Host. Ooh. Um, this goes into a big explanation about how they're not just wizards, but scientists too. Um, and then it, it says they use wizard spells. <laughs> So they're, they're definitely not wizards, but they just use wizards. Yeah, spells. Um, wizard spells and item creations feats, which, um, be honest, is uh, basically like the wizards. A bit, bit wizard. Yeah, it's a bit wizardy, isn't it? Uh, Let's <laughs> be honest. So the only difference appears to be that they get their spells from stars. So to get new spells, they have to follow a new star and go on a pilgrimage. <laughs> which, I get it. Don't break the party. Hold on, but he's going to follow his star. Yeah, or the order party have to go fucking with him to go on a pilgrimage to get every time he learns a new spell. Whereas the wizards um, learn their spells just from going to the fucking library. So it's like, actually, it's kind of cool because it means that every time they learn a new spell, it makes it significant and it means that it has this um, big story implications and stuff like that. And I get that. And it will be amazing for a story. It's like, you know, this new spell isn't just a new spell. It's something that's really special and really amazing. But... 
on another hand, who the fuck in their right mind would pick that? Mm. When a wizard just goes down the library and goes, can I have a fireball, please? <laughs> One fireball book coming up. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. they just learn it from reading yeah. the fucking well, this scroll. guy's just like, is that a new star or have I already followed that one? Yeah, and he's just like, oh, fucking hell, it's gone all the way to fucking Egypt. Right, right guys, see you in a bit. That's a quest. <laughs> we got a year ahead of us, guys. Got to learn a spell. And then you find, after all that, you get there and it's like, you can just, it's just a really shit spell. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. You do you do all of that for Magic Missile. <laughs> get on like a year-long pilgrimage for Magic Missile. Oh, and wow. you, imagine imagine the rest of the party, how fucked off you'd be when you get there. Ah, oh, not again. We did all of this for bloody teleport. No, not teleport. That's quite Teleport, good. <laughs> that'd be all right. Yeah, that'd be all right because you could just teleport from back. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the next one is the Canaanite classes, and once again, pronunciation. Uh, they have one called the Quedashot, aka Holy Ones. They were sensual dancers that were labelled prostitutes by the biblical prophets. So they can perform a number of different dances. Strippers. Yes, but okay. I wasn't going to say it because I think that might be offensive. They they can perform a number of different dances that have different f- effects. For example, fascinate, cause a single person to become fascinated with you. Inspiration, mm-hmm. all allies within 30 feet receive a plus one bonus on attack rolls. Um, I just want you to imagine, imagine both of those. So fascinate, okay, fine. But inspiration, so during a fight, right... It, I mean, we, we've just about... Nick is doing an, <laughs> doing an action like he's getting his tits out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> then the rest of the party go oh and then just start attacking a bit better but we've just about gotten used to the fact that bards are singing singing songs at the back of a um, uh, of a, uh, a, a fight you a big know? old yeah but exactly you it's know, a I mean, we, fight and he's got, singing away like war drums for example yeah they make sense you know yeah. but but a bard with a lute at the back going fight 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 the magical locks and then and then now we've got this woman dancing getting her boobs out going go on lads give it some game order <laughs> um, I, I imagine it's probably more sensual than that but okay. there you go um, at sec- so, if you're trying to attack and you've got someone like you know dancing around you and stuff, you're like love later yeah it, it would be a distraction if anything exactly but apparently it inspires people and gives them a plus one in attack rolls at second hmm. level they can also kiss people to bestow different effects on them too oh, to give on. them bonuses such as bull's strength or cat's grace they're basically sexy dance bards they are also there. There's also uh, one general class um, called spy. Uh, not really going to go into that because it's fairly obvious what they are. <laughs> hmm. um, there's some prestige classes. You All right. Desert hermit, <laughs> idol maker, and royal astrologer. There are some new feats, and the new feats are pretty decent in this All game. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're quite extensive, so I've picked some of my favourites. Farmer, you know how to work the soil. Ooh. Mm. What to, to your advantage? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you can shape it into. Give a me weapon. five minutes for that bit of soil. I want to do anything. I ask him to. <laughs> oh god. Um, there's one called Echo Magic, which is Ooh, a meta magic fun. feat, which allows the, a harmful spell to happen again the next round. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I like that. Um, empowered turning. You can sacrifice spell slots to turn undead. That's cool. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Slaveholder. Slaves are exceptionally loyal to you. Oh, dear. 
Yeah, but it fits with the time period. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Sign S- of the times. Yep, snake handler. You are adept at handling snakes. Oh, and you yes. have immunity to their venom. Oh, yes. So that'd be pretty good. That'd be amazing. If you were um, the carry Heb class and you had a, a, a you know backpack full of um, shabtis, you could yep. have another backpack full of snakes. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would mess with that guy, would you? Nobody would fuck with you. <laughs> no. So that's, um, that's our guide that's to... That's cool, I like that. Yeah, so our guide to min-maxing testament... <laughs> Snakes and shabtis, mate. Snakes and shabtis, Pick the mate. snake handler feet. Sounds like really old snakes and ladders going, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. you played snakes and shabtis? <laughs> That's what they played back in the yeah, day. back in the day. Back in the biblical era. Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my nigger. The next thing uh, we wanted to get into is, of course, piety, which replaces alignment in this game. So, uh, yeah, basically, uh, piety is a measure of how... Um, how Righteous you are? Yeah, kind of, yeah. So that is how, how, how much the, the gods like you and how... how um, much religious favour you have with them, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and how righteous you are. Very very good way, way of putting it, really. Um, the Basically, your maximum is your wisdom score plus one, mm-hmm. not your wisdom modifier, your entire wisdom score okay, plus yep. one. Uh, there is no minimum, so you can be as, as much of a fuck about as, as you like, <laughs> but you can't be as good as you want. Okay. Um, if you have positive piety score, uh, once per session, you can ask for a divine favour from your de- de- deity. Oh, nice. So, um, you can ask for temporary hit points, the ability to smite evil, improving saving throws, improving skill checks, or you can visit a temple and receive the benefits of a divination spell. So, essentially, you can ask God for advice. So, uh, if you've got a positive score, you could go to a temple and be like, Dear Lord, we've been down this dungeon and the puzzle is really fucking me off. Please enlighten me on which path I must take. Ah, Thou must put the key, the blue key, into the blue door. Thou is an idiot. Goodbye. How much fun would that be? Just be like, as the GM, being able to play all these gods. <laughs> I rather like that. Characters. Yeah, you, you just brilliant. be, you actually be Jehovah, and yeah. just be like, you dickhead. What kind of a witness are you? How did you not know to use the blue key on the blue door? What kind of a fuckwit are you? Silly. Now, who do you want me to smite? Is it that pesky devil again? It's He's... your friend. What? <laughs> Hold on a minute. What do you mean he went all that way just to get magic missile? <laughs> a star? What for God's sake? <laughs> who picks that class anyway? Wizards are clearly better. <laughs> well, anyway, get out of my church. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. I like that. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's actually a pretty... I, I rather like that. Um, mm-hmm. But if your piety gets... Uh, but basically, so can you lose piety then? To put... You can. Okay. And it's basically if you do ungodly acts. Right. And for every, more heathen, this. for every minus 10 you get, you get a curse. Ooh. So if, if you get to minus 10 and then minus 20, then minus 30, you get a curse every time. So the You're DM, will, the DM yeah. will roll on a, on a random table. Okay. So you get stuff like Baron. The accursed is unable to have offspring. Oh, that's me. Uh, dog howls. Any dog that encounters the accursed begins to howl madly. Oh, that's cool. Lord of flies. <laughs> flies swarm around the accursed like meat left in the sun. Oh, that's awful. Painful joy. Bliss is painful to the accursed. <laughs> Every time he experiences joy, he takes 1d4 damage. 
Want to um, go to the brothel? No, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely no. fucking not. <laughs> hey, I bought you this yo-yo. Get that away from me. <laughs> you bitch. Let's play out. No. Could be right. Killed you. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and that bit, and that explains the birth of emo. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's a whole section on combat uh, in the book after that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's basically how piety works. But after that, it goes on to onto the combat section. It works basically the, the same as D&D 3.5. There's no uh, major differences there. Um, I did give it a quick skim, quick read, but there's no real differences. Um, but as for new items and armor and weapons, there's nothing really notable I can find in there either. They did make a good effort to keep it in keeping with the times. For mm-hmm. example, uh, as I mentioned before, no plate mail. No. Um, there you are... can buy frankincense. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say next. <laughs> I just see that. I just yeah. literally see that on the table. That was exactly what I was going to say. There are there are things that you should expect to find in here that are priced. Frankincense, myrrh. Mm-hmm. Under travel services, teleportation is listed as 100 gold pieces. What the? <laughs> You're just stepping this pyramid, mate. Um... And I tried to find, you know, like uh, under the table, there's usually an explanation listed. Yeah, yeah. There isn't one. Okay. So, quite <laughs> why teleport? You will, yeah. That seems awfully cheap to me. The, the only way I would do it is, well, the only people that's going to have teleport, let's be honest, is the Egyptians with the old pyramids and that. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because they've got the magic in this game. Right. So, but you but you've literally got to fill in them blanks yourself. They're not going to give you anything. There's got to be a story reason, and then give them a hundred gold pieces. Check, check the Bible. Yeah, be go check somewhere. the Bible. Okay, okay, so, anyway, so all our listeners, go to the Bible and check where teleport is. And, and lo, did Ramesses the <laughs> second teleport? So yeah, so it came to pass that Ramesses the third did not walk over the water. He, just he merely teleported, <laughs> but nobody was looking at the time, so they thought he walked. But he actually teleported. And all was good. <laughs> Dot com. I preach the word, that's my gig. And I rhyme better than Notorious Big. All the other MCs, I wish them well. But if you live in sin, you burn in hell. Okay, so the new spells. Yeah. Right, so we got uh, some new cleric spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is Challenge of the Lord. <laughs> it sanctifies a challenge between you and an enemy. So your god basically essentially blesses a fight. And if you win, you get one of the divine favours we mentioned earlier. So you might get temporary hit points and things like this. And if you win? Yeah, because your god is blessing the fight. God so, bet. So if your enemy wins, he's an enemy of the lord. So, ah, yeah, of course, yeah. But really, he's up there going, 20 quid on my guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do not lose, you idiot. I'm already annoyed not, about Not the... riding on this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's another one called Bar Guardian. Summons a bird that intercepts blows. But it's just, it's kind of a silly image because, yeah, you summon it and then it suddenly it just goes Rah! and yeah. just comes in. And so just, someone's like, someone's, some big guy's coming up towards you with, like, you know, cocking his fist ready to hit and you. Just and at just the goes, exact, exact moment. Rah! Just comes in and gets walloped for you. <laughs> just obliterates That's a bit the bird. weird. Bar Guardian. I quite like it, though. No, it's cool. <laughs> um, like sense temptations. Sense anyone within 60 feet who's giving into temptation. <laughs> Sinners. Yeah, That's a Sinner Radar. Yeah, Sinner Radar. Yeah. Uh, there's a ninth level one called Rain of Blood. <laughs> An unholy rain blights land, poisons water, and worst of all, lowers morale. Oh, you don't want low morale on the road. <laughs> Everyone's like, the, the water's poisoned, but worst of all, I feel a bit down. And I'm not too... I think it's gonna rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even hungry. Everyone's like it's raining blood, but they're they're just feeling a bit down in the dumps. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, there's paladin spells. Um, yeah. Obviously inaccurate. Actually, these are really funny. Uh, Paladin's Chariot. The the full description for this spell. I'm going to read the full description to you right now. Strap in, because this might take a while. <laughs> Summons a special chariot. How special? That's it. Define special. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Summons a special chariot. Oh, that's special. Why? Because it don't, ain't got no fucking wheels. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> it's so small nobody can get in it. <laughs> Oh, oh they do definitely leave it to you, the reader, to fill in a lot of their blanks. Not to mention that, but I, I know it's already inaccurate that paladins are in this anyway. Um, but uh, you'd think that paladins, right, that are holy warriors, would have a fuckload of new spells. But they have a total of seven, and that was the only one worth mentioning. Yeah. And that's because it was funny. Blood, yeah, bloody hell, there's nothing here at all, is They're there? They're pretty crap, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Untiring. That's like their best one. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty The bad. target does not need to make endurance checks and isn't encumbered by weight. So yeah. that's that's the that's the peak. That's, that's the best one. That's the best bit you're going to get is you can hold shit. <laughs> yeah, and like you could you could easily I don't know. And no one uses encumbrance anyway. Exactly. So the only thing that helps is the target doesn't need to make endurance checks, which no one does anyway, really. Yeah, well, very few people do. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe you're more but in saying that, maybe more so in this game because, because you're going to be knocking desert. about a lot. Yeah. A lot of pilgrimages a lot of pilgrimages, a lot of deserts, especially if you have a Kari Heb with you, you're going to be making a lot of fucking pilgrimages. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys, just level up again. Off we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but the new classes, mm-hmm. uh, the Psalmist, yeah. right, is here, a couple of the standout ones that I quite liked. We've got Walking Song, uh, improves the group's walking speed over difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. Actually, quite a handy spell. That's pretty handy, yeah. Um, especially if you're going through deserts, as we said. But what I just wanted to... Um, sort of talk about was what does a walking song sound like and how fucking annoying would that get if you're trekking through the desert following a star because your Egyptian mage needs to get his new um, magic missile and you're like walk walk walking we're really doing some walking and you're like four hours later and he's like we're bloody walking against a fucking star would you shut up I'll just I'll take the penalty I don't give a fuck yeah I've had enough now (laughs) if my feet bleed and get cut to ribbons I don't care so be it just shut shut the fuck up um his song of contemplation, which not constipation. For- <laughs> See, that would be good, but um, no, this is a song of contemplation. Yeah. Forces two people to stop fighting, which I quite like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You're just like, why don't we all get along? No. <laughs> why can't like, we be friends? <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> compel song and uh, forces someone to sing a song. Which is awesome. <laughs> I like that. Imagine, imagine doing that right. Like if you see, um, like maybe the big bad guys yeah. giving a speech to all his villains. Yeah, and my minions were destroyed. Hello, my honey. Hello, <laughs> my baby. Hello, my red time girl. What the hell? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I still want you to kill. <laughs> Go and get Jesus. <laughs> Um, so this song of shame marks someone for ridicule throughout the entire world <laughs> which is awesome nasty. so wherever they go imagine doing that to one of the fellow PCs oh. without their knowledge that is nice. imagine just going up to one of the PCs okaying it with the DM right yeah I was going to say whispering to the DM and then just going and then just going oh mate come here I want to sing you a song and just going you are going to have a pretty shitty time. Nobody fucking likes and then, you. And then, and then he's just like, why Why is the lyrics like that? And you just be like, don't worry about it. Yeah, like, nothing. I'm away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, those are really cool. I like those spells. I That's like, wicked. All I like of them that. are very lot. I think they're really creative and really cool. Yeah. Um, the the Quaidus shot spells uh, increase fertility. 
Okay. I don't, I don't know why I like that. I just put that down. I thought it was funny. Puts more lead in your pencil. Curtain of charm enchants a curtain so that anyone who passes through it is charmed. I thought that was kind of dumb because why not just have it be a doorway? It's, it, because they wanted to do it because cur- going through a curtain is somehow more alluring. Yeah, there's a lot of curtains in biblical times. I guess so. Um, <laughs> Mad for them, they Inspire true love. Quite oh. good, I guess. Sixth level. Um, spell is a kiss of death. That, well, so is that self-explanatory? Not really, because okay. it, kill, it kills the target at an appointed time. Oh, right. That's the thing. So you just go up to them and you just give them a smooch and this then suddenly they're like... Jerk. You could be a right jerk with these powers, though, couldn't you? You'd be like, there's not, you're singing to a friend and then the whole world hates him. And then, you and know, then suddenly their mate gives like, him a kiss. You're like, what's that for you? Like, nothing. Yeah, and then they, so everyone hates them and then they just die a week later. <clears throat> nice. New wizard spells. Uh, infant's augury. Reveals a child's future. I quite like that. That's cool. What I imagined is, um, uh, unfortunately, this book appears to, uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, take place ju- only during the Old Testament. Oh, yeah, you said. But what it does mean is that you could probably go up to Jesus um, if you played late little. enough during the, t- during the Old Testament. Yeah. Go up to Jesus, use this infant's augury to reveal, reveal a child's future, right? <gasps> and... Then you could reveal that he gets nailed to the cross. Fuck that. Change the future. <laughs> Changes his name. And that's only a second level wizard spell. Wow. And you could change the entire the history, history of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like oh, this one. This is one of my favourites. Go on. Swallow spell. Oh, dear. Allows a caster to eat scrolls <laughs> and then cast ingested spells. Well, forever. Yeah. So you just that? eat all your spells as a wizard, wouldn't you? Be like, right. Yeah. It. So if you had scribe scroll, instead of carrying your spells, just scribe all of them. Spend yep. a day doing it. Okay, with the rest of your team, and then just eat them all. Eat. What are you doing? Don't worry. And you just burp, 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 <laughs> paper burp. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just burp all your spells out. So I, what I thought of the practical application of this is if you're ever captured. Yeah. Then yeah. you have all your spells on you, and even if they take everything, all your items, yeah. Even off, if you've you still, got, you yeah. haven't got your magic book, and or and, or your, uh, you know, your fucking ring or your wand or whatever yep. shit you've got, yeah. You just burp out your spells. <laughs> there you burp. go. Fireball. Summer monster. Burp. It starts coming out your out yeah. your mouth. <laughs> so cursed generations is another wizard spell. Curses a man's brothers, sons, or a woman's sisters and daughters for generations. That's so nasty. It's rough. But you've got to be really like. A twisted kind of person. Yeah, not only you, I'm going to curse your fucking family, the generations after fucking... that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very biblical, though. Yeah, very biblical. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't have one without the other, you know? Like I'm equal parts God and the devil. A cloak of shame covers this man, and only supreme light will wash my body clean. But how could that light possibly reach me with the thick clouds of indecency that surround my poor soul? So I carry my wrongdoings on my back like some kind of tormented hiker lost in the hills of misfortune, looking desperately for that peak to rescue him from the valley of depraved habitual self-pleasuring. But again, I find nothing except for sweaty, devastated loneliness and a thousand judging eyes staring back at me from the cover of a stolen Victoria's Secret catalog. I didn't take your mail, Mrs. Pemberton. Stop asking me that. Leave me alone. Uh, you got new cleric domains. You got desert, fertility, heaven, pestilence, and thunder. Which again, very biblical. Yeah. Rather like them. Uh, the magic items in the game are bloody wicked. Go on. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a page of incenses, such as uh, incense of Babel. Mm-hmm. Um, all speech within an area comes out as gibberish. <laughs> which is fucking awesome so you just yeah, you just go in burn some incense and everyone's just like blah, 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 blah. people have a really in, de- in depth conversation about like you know the running of the town and all of a sudden they're just like blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to think what you would use it for other than comedy uh, you could use it as a distraction 
Yeah, I suppose so. If there's like, say, there's a, a you know a bunch of people on your way, and then you do that to them, and they all don't know what's going on, they'd be so wrapped up in what's going <laughs> on, you so. sneak past them. That is yeah. brilliant, though. Yeah, I like uh, that. there's intensive stars. Everyone in the area receives low light vision, mm-hmm. which is Pretty awesome. Good. Yeah, uh, and there's a page and a half of mektets, which are Egyptian amulets. Again, sorry for my pronunciation. Mostly uh, just give you a plus two to something, but they're quite creative. It's not like just plus two to strength, plus two to this. Okay. Um, so there's a, a plus two to swimming when against a current which is uh, pretty cool because you could use that quite um, well for escaping so yes, you might absolutely. jump into a river and then other people jump in behind you and they're like oh fuck <laughs> and you're just you're just there completely still in the Swimmer, current. yeah I like that um, there's a plus one against snake venom venom there's a plus one against snake venom or there's one called the pursue there's one called the pursuer's nightmare charm Pursuer's Nightmare. Which gives you a plus one to balance, climb, jump, and tumble checks, so it makes you better at escaping. It's pretty decent. And there's three new staffs, and I wanted to talk about two of them. Um, There's one called the Staff of Five Vipers, which you can plant in the ground, and it comes alive and attacks like a hydra. That's cool. And there's one called the, I think, I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's called like the immovable rod or something like that. Yeah. And you just stick it in the ground and it cannot be moved by any force. I thought you going to say it was a sex move. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> but it, it just can't be moved by any force. It's pretty decent. So you just put that in front of a door. Bing. There you go. Nobody's Try moving. Try and get out of there. Nobody's moving. <laughs> nice. or, or let's say, for instance, a chariot's coming towards you. Bonk. Whack that in the ground. Yeah. The special chariot turns up. <laughs> special chariot. It, 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 yeah, the, pa- the paladin's coming along in his tiny chariot like as a roller skate. You whack your, <laughs> yeah, you whack your move rod in the ground so um yeah uh yeah that's pretty they're pretty decent man i like, I, it, I like yeah. the magical items they're, yeah. they're quite they're quite creative mm-hmm. they're nothing like you know groundbreaking or anything like that but they're, they're pretty no decent. but we've seen some shit in some books and that's actually not bad at all well yeah i mean the sex book uh yeah that was awful. not, not yeah. great um but if you want to turn to page 116 nick let's yeah. go to the bestiary because this is this is cracking i absolutely love this yeah basically the first thing the bestiary starts off with is uh, a, a table that gives you most of the D monsters and where you'll find them in in the areas of D. Uh, of the bible okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then it goes into it gives you all the all the new monsters that they've put in, into this so mm-hmm. These are fucking cool, man. They're, they're really good because not only do they give you the stats and the moves and all of this, but it gives you detailed explanations on each one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just going to go into like some of the ones that, that I, I sort of like picked out that I quite liked. And if you want to go through and ha- have a look, um, uh, there's one that I want you to find that I want you to have a little little read of because this is, this is fucking cool. But the, 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 the fucking favourites that I picked out that I quite liked are the Malachim, the Messenger Angels. Yeah, I like um, him. He's cool. Wild Cattle. The Behemoth, Ruination Devil. <laughs> so basically, the Devil appears several times as a monster. He's not as a, an NPC, but he's as a monster, All right, but yeah. in in different forms. Yeah, so you've got yeah, the yeah. Temptation Devil, the Ruination Devil, and um, loads of different things like this. So you've got Sin Dragon and the Sea Goat. And Sin Dragon. Uh, oh, Sea Goat. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Just read the description. Colossal magical beast. <laughs> These fast-swimming creatures of the deeps are normally docile, even gentle creatures. But when they're hungry, they can be quite violent. The sea goat's horns are inscribed with prophecies. Some concern the goats themselves. Some are uh, predictions concerning the end of the world. And others may concern specific people, even their finders. Sea goats can recognise prophets of the Lord on sight. They render what aid they can to the prophets. A sea goat is is a huge creature, several hundred feet long, with the hindquarters of a whale... (laughs) And the chest, neck, and head of a giant fleeceless ram. Fucking hell. I can just picture that in my head. So it's a half whale, half goat. 
Yeah, half whale, half goat, and <clears throat> it um yeah basically That's cool. So yeah, if you don't kill it, it, it might attract a leviathan and. I just think the fact that it's got prophecies on its horns inscribed into its horns like that, the, is, really that is a fucking great monster yeah the, the, that's like that's like the sort of shit that D&D hasn't done in years yeah and that that could be a quest in and of itself to get to like the horns of a, of of a, a seagull yeah and to because it might have the magic powers they might have it might have unreal. like the important shit on the horn that you need to know to go and get or to prove to I just thought, the people. I, yeah, yeah, I, I was like reading that. this shit. That's I was really just cool. Like, I was just like, mate, that is that 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 sort of like effort into one monster like yeah. that is the sort of shit why the getting these type of books is worthwhile. This is cool, yeah. The yeah, the monsters, the monsters like make this uh, make this this book worth getting. Just by it's just just for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the bull of heaven. Yeah, the death heaven. dragon scorpion guard, which is basically like the the rock from uh, the Scorpion King movies. <laughs> nice. uh, Phoenix. Hippopotamus. Look at this guy. He's got like lightning for hair. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Um, yeah, so that's the beast theory. It is fucking awesome, and mm-hmm. and it, it comes absolutely chock full of every monster is like uh, Zebub spawn. Zebub spawn. Every monster in the um, in the beast theory is like um, uh, without um, you know being too punny here is like an absolutely massive uh, you know biblical level gigantic beast that is just like. You know, quest level monster. It's really well set. I mean, like nearly every, it's nearly a page per creature. They've all got a picture. They've pretty much all got art to go with each creature. And yeah, you, how they act in combat, a little bit about them, in depth stats. Yeah, really, really good. Really, really good. I know. I was, I was genuinely impressed by yeah. that. Really, really was. Um. So yeah, uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. This is not just one group of sweaty teens versus another group of sweaty teens. This is a battle between God and Satan, and they are not just playing football on a football field. They are battling on the everlasting astroturf of our soul. But the final part of the book is a detailed history of the game world, which is, you know, um, which is really, really, really in-depth. Yeah. Um, But this comes complete with stat blocks for its most important figures. Oh, yes. So, (laughs) for example, Moses is a seventh-level Levite priest, a level 10 prophet of the Lord, and a level three paladin. Nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's a bit weird. Uh, he's a, in here. Think about that though. A level ten prophet of the Lord. Wow. He parted the Red Sea, and he's he's only, he's only level ten. Considering that level twenty is the highest level prophet of the what Lord. What could he part at level twenty? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a, he he got communicated to directly by God, and he's only a level ten prophet of the Lord. Wow. I mean, it, that is... That That's some angry level 20s about it. I've worked twice as hard as him. Yeah, yeah he said a peep to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Part of these seas. Um, Cleopatra, she's got 11 armor class and 81 yes. hit points. Yes. She's a level 13 aristocrat. <laughs> um, she's a pushover, basically. All oh, right. Um, David and Goliath are in here. Nice. As well as, uh, as, well as all the details. Um, so you could easily do a David versus Goliath campaign. Pretty cool. Maybe you could uh, rejig that so David's injured his leg and he needs the party to go and beat, beat mm-hmm. Goliath for mm-hmm. them or something like that. Uh, that would actually be pretty cool. The saddest thing about this is because it's the Old Testament, there is new Jesus. No Jebus. Nil Jesus, I'm afraid. So you cannot go and kill Jesus. Or party with him. Or I, oh, That's such a shame because I'd just make him an absolute party animal, turning turn water, you know, water into wine all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no Jesus, but they've got all the hits in there. You've got Abraham, you've got Job. Um, Chris Jericho's in there. Jericho. Chris Jericho's in there. <laughs> 
time traveling. Um, but yeah, you basically any any figure that you can think of from the Bible that is worth mentioning. Thank God that. And from ancient Egypt and things like that, they yeah. are in there. You've you've actually got Ramses second in there as well, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they're statted and killable, so that is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever wanted to know if you could kill these people, then you can. Yes, if you, you can. want to try and kill Cleopatra, you can. You can kill Moses. He's actually not that bad because overall, um, he would be level. Well, he is level twenty, but he's only a level ten prophet of the Lord. Samson so and Delilah are in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Nick's looking through that section. Brilliant. Uh, so anyway, the yeah, but the actual section is really, um, really very, very extensive yeah. indeed. So, um, Christ Almighty, it really, really is um, an extensive thing. But mm-hmm. um, I guess that really brings us to the end of the book. That 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 is everything. That is everything the book has to offer. So I guess let's review it then. What do you well, what, what do you what do you think? What, what, Overall, what do you think of the presentation of the presentation? Book? That's the, the book. last thing we need to speak yeah, about. Yeah, well, really. I'll be br- I'll be brutally honest with you. It's pretty good. It's, it's not bad. Pretty is it? damn good. Um, we've we've been lucky. We've obviously picked up a pretty decent uh, condition mm-hmm. um, rule book, which is nice. But no, it's nice. It's got almost got like a kind of mono grey um, kind of darkness to each page. It's it's done in like really old kind of font. But it, do you know what? It's uh, well put together. The art is very good. I'm very impressed the with artwork, the art. It looks, it looks how you would expect it to look. Yeah. I mean, it looks like Bible artwork. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that the Bible is... Well, you can get illustrated Bibles. Because when I was a kid, I, I read a lot of um, illustrated um, Bibles. You know the Bibles for kids stuff? Yeah, we had it at school. Yeah, uh, exactly. My school was quite religious as well. So. And um, Yeah, so it, it looks kind of like that if it were done in a more D&D-esque fashion. Exactly, doesn't yeah. It? There's tables there. What's the, uh, but there's the monster- index like? Great, oh, really great, yeah, oh, yeah, and and the monster artwork is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it really it's, is. it's huge and epic, like you'd like you'd expect it to be. Although I do really, really want to know what that baby's just said. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, there's there's a picture of a baby in a cradle, and loads of people are looking really surprised around it. <laughs> He's just dropped the dirtiest god joke. Yeah, he's, he <laughs> really has. But uh, no, it's cracking. Overall, presentation wise, but I would say really well. Yeah, it's spectacular, and the. Um, yeah, I think um, as for running an adventure in this book, uh, from this book, I should say, I would I would do it. We got it. When I first got it, I, I I sort of thought to myself, yeah, this will be funny, and you know, let's buy something that, mm. that you know for the podcast that we'll be able to to talk some uh, about that will be funny, and we thought it was going to be just pure comic. And like, there, there are and, some... and we was going to poke fun of it, and it was going to be hilarious. But in all honesty, there's some silliness to it, but it's a pretty pretty well well put together book really. I think there are some bits in it that are hilarious yeah. but actually it's so worth a buy for um, the monsters man. the monsters in there yeah. are funny some of the classes um, could be funny just a toolbox I suppose if you're not really into the whole um, era just use it as a toolbox to take some take some spells take some Personally, monsters I just think I, I think ignore the fact that it's a biblical game it's got potential it's take, definitely take the, got potential maybe maybe the piety thing actually you could do it yep um, just because you're you're role playing as, as a bible dude you yeah. don't have to necessarily believe in it Mm-mm. just role play as somebody from that era yeah and do, do an Egyptian based you know desert based campaign or Israel or whatever absolutely do something based like you know something like that and it would be fucking brilliant yeah. like we said if you if you were the good guys in this situation and you were like like the casino situation that we, we came yeah, up with exactly. earlier maybe like an ancient thing like that 
Um, they even give examples of You've got like, a hotline to God. Yeah, you know, it's cool. I I genuinely think it'll be a good laugh, and especially if you get it on that grand scale where you're you're fighting the devil or you're trying to get this the the horn of a sea goat. End times and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it could be the rapture. I mean, Mate. I'm not religious at all, but I would play that. I hundred totally percent. I totally would. And and my my initial thought was when when I was going to do a campaign in this, and we wanted well, that was another thing we wanted to do was do an actual play and hopefully. Um, get up on on this channel. Mm-hmm. Um, my initial thought was go for comedy and do Life of Brian. But yep. now I'm going to go for something epic, uh, something epic, and yeah. something in between because I th- I genuinely I, I think it's a, a genuinely quite a good book. Definitely, and I would play it, and I would genuinely put I put the funny elements in there as well. Like I, I don't know, like I put some of the um the sillier spells and the sillier classes in there, like the guys throwing the little wooden guys at the floor yeah, and the absolutely. commoners popping up. Yeah. If, um. So is this out of print? Yes, it is out of print. It is out of print, but you can get it on Drive Through RPG now. Ah, they re-released it on okay, there, so you excellent. can get a PDF version of it. That's from Mystic Vistas, Green Ronin Publishing. Yeah, so go and get a copy of Testament, role playing in the biblical era, on Drive Through RPG. Never thought I'd be saying those words. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually worth a punt. There you go. Song fight. So this is song fight where we record songs and battle them. And we usually do it on a certain subject. And the subject this week was the gods of RPGs. Mm-hmm. As in um, the sort of gods that you find in RPGs. And so this week um, we've recorded um, special songs on that subject. And I'm going to play mine first. Nick requested that I play mine first. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to show you my song first. And I simply decided to do a song um, that was... Uh, based on the gods of Pathfinder, as in all the all the, the deities that you can find in Pathfinder. So uh, here it is. My song's simply called The Gods of Pathfinder. In Pathfinder, there are a great many gods, and they are difficult to learn all of them to learn. All of them to learn. And so today, I will teach you them all through the, through, through the medium of song. One called Era still, he's the god of farming and trade. There's another eye on the die, the god of justice and the blade. There's a beefcake called Torak, who's the god of the forge. Samra Rage, she's my bane. Cut me off a slice, cause she is gorge. It's all about honesty, healing and redemption. The goddess of art and beauty, shame, and she is worth a mention. Of course there's Desna, she's the goddess of dreams and luck. Then there's Rover God, chaotic evil, god of not giving a fuck. Caelan, I'm sure I'm saying that right. He's the god of freedom and booze and all that shite. Abadar is a kind of cosmic warrior dude. Your Gorba is the god who tried to poison you. I Reed, he's the god of history and God's rare is the god of nature and the sea. Zon Kuthon looks kind of like the crow. He's the god of pain and wicked guitar solos. Yes! Oh, 
And there it is. Brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs> very good. And that is my song. And I hope you liked it, listeners. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> and so, Nick, oh. let's hear you. Why do you always sigh? Why do you always sigh when it comes to your song? <laughs> you're a genius. You're, you're the genius behind unnamed song. I know, it's true. Uh, well, I've got an album out, so who else can say that? Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Apart from you, obviously. Because it's, it's our album. Yeah, so. <laughs> but, you know, but um, yeah, I'm just ahead of the time, that's all. Just ahead of time. Just, just way ahead of the light years ahead of the time. Uh, so my song is about the uh, D&D god Asmodeus. And, um, <laughs> God. And I've named it aptly named it my man Asmodeus and here it is cool sorry according to Wikipedia Asmodeus or Ashmedai Hebrew king of the demons mostly known for the Deuteronical book of Tobit in which he is the primary antagonist the demon is also mentioned in some Telbanonic legends for instance in the story of the construction of the Temple of Solomon. Yeah. He was supposed to be by some Renaissance Christians to be the king of nine hells. Asmodeus also is referred to as one of the seven princes of hell. In Binsville's classification of demons, each one of these princes represents one of the seven deadly sins. Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. Asmodeus is the demon lost. Cheers. Um, so, just just one quick question, mate. Yes, mate. What were you thinking? I, I told you, I'm light years ahead of my time. It's just it's just sort of like a soundscape. It really sort of it really inf- is. It's a journey. It's an experience. It, it infects the mind. It, you you walk away from it just doubting everything. Right. So, as <laughs> we said, shit. as we said before, <laughs> as we said before, ladies and gentlemen, go onto iTunes and give us a review, right? Because we worked really hard. Well, because I worked really hard on my song, <laughs> and so that was song fight. Thank you very much, everyone. for piss it's time to get a little bit serious here because as we've mentioned before our patreon was stolen from us mm-hmm. by yeah. a man called the patreon highwayman <sighs> now yep this was kind of annoying because our patreon was stolen previously by a guy called the homeless gnome and uh yeah then when we finally got it back the patreon highwayman came in and stole it from us the following week it's just been a whole fucking... We're down on our luck. We're constantly being shafted. It's, 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 it's fucking... It's crazy. It's we annoying. want to contact our lovely supporters and all we get doing is getting robbed blind. Yeah, and we, we you basically, you know, our supporters are donating to us and we haven't seen a fucking penny of it. It's fueling a lavish lifestyle. For the fucking, if it ain't the, the gnomes, new three-piece suite, it's the highwayman's free fucking rounds at the bar. Well, yeah, we got to get... We've basically got to get the highwayman and we've got to get the Patreon back. But we've had a bit of luck and yes, we've we had have. a brainwave. Because last week, we encountered him in the pub, right? And he, he got away from us. But he got away from us on a horse. And he slipped up, didn't he? He slipped up big time because he said, 
Ryan Reeves away. His yep. horse is called Ryan Reeves. Yep. So the fuck up that he made was that now we know the name of his horse. We're gonna go to the local stable. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go there and we're gonna fucking uh, we're gonna find out which stable his horse is in because we know its name mm-hmm. and we're gonna wait there for him to return mm-hmm. and we're gonna beat the shit out of him. And then we're gonna take it back. Exactly. So Nick, maybe we should pretend to be like horse inspectors or something. Go down there now. Exactly. Let's do that. All right, let's I've go. I've got some lab coats in my boot, actually. That'd be all right. We'll use them. All right, fine. Sweet, let's go. Let's roll. Right, just get this jacket on. That's it. There we go. <sighs> Little hat. And we're away. Right, don't forget the fake glasses. All right, yeah. Cheers, there you man. Go. Um, right, let's do this. Uh... Hello, madam. It is it is I, um, Harry Horseman. Uh, what my friend's trying to say is we are in horse uh, horse inspectorate. Exactly, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Oh, um, you're the horse inspector. Inspectors. Inspectorants, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, we we've come here to inspect um a particular horse. We've heard there's been a we had a lot of reports, a lot of report doping reports, doping going on, doping. Oh, oh, that that sounds quite serious. Mm-hmm. Very serious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you you wouldn't even believe how serious the doping is. These doped up horses these days. You would, yeah, it's you would say if you you would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my friend made a horse noise just then because he takes this very seriously. Very seriously, indeed. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, so I suppose you would want to see the horse in question. Indeed, we would. The horse's name uh, is Ryan Reeves. Um, I, I understand this is a stable, is it not? It did say stable out the front. I would know this, being a horse inspector man, man, man. Yes. Um, are you? Could I possibly see some ID? <laughs> Now you wouldn't insult us by saying something as silly as that hit her, Nick. (laughs) Okay, she's down. Um, Right, okay. uh, Get on the computer, check the records, see which stable he's in. I can. Ah, here we go. Ryan Reeves. Stable 7A. Okay, whereabouts is that? Um, Yeah, there it is. Okay, let's go. God, it fucking stinks in here. Oh, easy, Ryan. Easy, easy. Don't, don't, don't do any more shitting. We're not here to hurt you. We're here to hurt your master. Yeah. Right, when, when he comes back. Big time. All right, Nick. Uh, cover yourself in some hay because we need to like spring out and surprise him. When Let's he comes bed back. down under here and then we're. Uh, oh. God. Oh. Anyway, right. It really stinks. Get some more on. Do you get some more hay on top of you. I can see the top of your hair. All right, fine. There we go. Ooh. All right. Do you know we just play the waiting game? Oh, yes. So anyway, who was that bird you were turning up at the bar? Oh, it was just some fucking, I don't know. I don't know what her name was. It doesn't even matter. She's dead now. Well, anyway, the point is, hang on, let me get my keys. Oh, wait, I don't need the keys for the stable. Oh, shit, I dropped my keys anyway. Stable, sweet stable. This is where I keep all the Patreons. Oh, God, I feel awfully drunk. Ha <laughs> ha! 
You've been hoisted. Oh no! No, don't shoot me, please. Hang on a minute. The gnome. He's back. How? How did you? You're together. I'm just gonna fucking shoot him. No, you've killed my friend. He ain't nobody's friend. How is he back alive again? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Listen, highwayman. Your drinking days are over, mate. No. Uh, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. You don't have to die. Well, you, you kind of do. I'm going to kill you, but give us the fucking Patreon back, man. And we're having Ryan Reynolds as well. His name's Ryan Reeves. That's not the point. Listen, just let me keep my Patreons. They're Your very, Patreons? They're very precious to me. They're, they've been getting you pissed. Exactly. You've just been drinking. I know, I've got a problem. Taking our money, our hard-earned podcast money from our lovely supporters, and all you're doing is getting pissed up on it. Uh, but How can you live with yourself? Well, I basically drink every night. It's really fun. Yes, well, yeah, it does sound quite fun. But anyway, shut Yeah, you up. dick. Right, You've Harrison. taken all of our money. You've taken all of our fun. We've had to fucking sleep in your, your fucking horse's shit for hours waiting for you to come home. And now we, now we see that you've been drinking on our dime. And who goes out drinking for 12 hours? It stinks in here. What's wrong with it? It stinks of booze. It stinks of shit. Listen, I've got a problem, okay? My father, he raised me badly. He used to beat me as a child, and he said that I would never be half the highwayman that he was. And when I grew up, I just wanted to be a good highwayman. And it was always, oh, shut up. <sighs> He's out cold. He's pretty weak. Yeah. <laughs> for a highway. Well, that's because he always gets away, I guess. He's probably not used to fighting. Yeah, true. Okay, well, should we tie him up then? Tie him up, put him shit. on a horse. Never rode a horse before. Well, there's a first time for everything. I guess it's pretty easy. They always make it look easy in the movies, anyway. Guess so I'll just give it one of these. <laughs> Ryan Reeves, away! <laughs> The Chamber of Challenges. Chamber of Challenges. The Chamber of Challenges. Chamber of Challenges. The Chamber of Challenges. <laughs> and this is the Chamber of Challenges. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Yeah. To the Chamber of Challenges, where we challenge, uh, do challenges for each other. In it, the challenge this week is called God Rock or God Croc. Yes. Um I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna fire away, mate. Name the real Christian punk rock band. Nice. Is this it is my kind of thing. Kids of Light, eighteen co uh, <laughs> eighteen dot dot free. Is it Blaster the Rocket Man? Is it Holy Mohican? Or is it Left Out in the Sun to Dry? Oh, that's good. These are all brilliant. Uh, what, what's the second one again? Uh, second one is Blast of the Rocket Man. Oh. Third is Holy Mohican. Okay, I'm going to go Holy Mohican. <laughs> <laughs> I did this on my wife earlier and she went for that as well. It's not, sorry mate, it's uh, Blast of the Rocket Man. Wow, that is a good name. Yeah. Uh, second, right, name the real Christian hardcore band. Hardcore band? <laughs> yep. Is it Bloody hell. Darkness Divided? I Am Terrified. 
Uh, Jamie's elsewhere or Lust Control? I reckon Lust Control. Because uh, that's trying to spread a message. Well, yeah, you'll be surprised. They're all right. What? <laughs> all four of them are. It's a trick question. All four of them are hardcore Christian rock bands. That's ridiculous. Um, I want to sound. I want to see what Lust Control sounds like. <laughs> it's a release. It's a release. It's a release. A release from what? Your sexual appetite? Forget it. Get real. It's artificial sex. Name the real Christian hip-hop artist. Yes. G.O.D. Sparks. Yep. Soul Junk. Yep. Social Club Misfire. Or End Time Trooper. Uh, God Sparks. No. Soul Junk. Oh. <laughs> yes, I represent the resurrection. in the um, right, so name uh, name two Christian rock bands from this list: Run Kid Run, Jumping Jesus Fists, Mad at Your Mum, <laughs> Wow, or Ace Troubleshooter. Okay, so these two, two of them are real. Two of them are real. So Run Kid Run, Jumping Jesus Fists, Mad at Your Mum, or Ace Troubleshooter. Okay, Ace Troubleshooter and Mad at Your Mum are the real ones. Uh, you got one right. It's uh, run, run Kid Run and Ace Troubleshooter. Name the real Christian dance, electro, and techno artist. Yes. Uh, is it A, Heavily Vibrations, B, The Moses Mashup, C, Bash and the Code, or D, We Are Legion? We Are Legion. No, it's Bash and the Code. We Are Legion is a cool name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bash and the Code. Up. I didn't make that. I'm from something. I can't remember now. Yeah, Bash and the Code. Yes. Uh, and finally, name the two real Christian metal bands from the following. Is it A, Death Therapy, B, Disciple of Confusion, C, The Gates of Holy Blood, D, Tears of the Just, E, Judas's Birthday Present, or F, I, The Breaver? Uh, I'm going to go for Death Therapy. Correct. And I, The Breaver. I, The Breaver? Yeah. Yes, correct. Well done. You're yes. both of them right. When the blind lead the blind to darkness, I find what was a madness. No escapes. What was a madness? Um, it wasn't. Ju- oh, I like Judas's birthday present. I can't believe I got this. Those ones right. So you won some. We won some, but we don't ever add up the scores, so we don't even know. So we don't know if you're a winner or not, but that was God Rock or God Croc. That was a really good quiz, mate. <laughs> Thank you. I like that one. I like that one a lot. That's I love fun. band names. Yeah. Um, there, was a, there, was a, there was a good quiz, mate. Thank I've, you. Well done. In the future, you will be able to send a letter from anywhere on the planet. This is the future. This is the Electro Letter. So this is Electro Letters, where you can send us your letters from around the internet. Okay, so first up we got um, from Terry Hansen on Facebook. Do you uh, have that one? Yeah, I've got this one. So um, thanks for the question, Terry Hansen. 
Uh, and he has said, who is your favourite historical or fictional general? Who is the most famous or infamous British general? So I have an answer for um, both of these. Okay, cool. So fictional general. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for General Meltshit from Blackadder. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember him? Which one was that one? He was the one from um, Blackadder the Fourth. He was played by Stephen Fry, and he's basically a complete nutcase. And he's he's like um, this this complete idiot. And he's like basically like there's there's one time where he's like uh, rehearsing to go out on a date yeah. with with a woman, and he's like. Um, He's like, I want to cover you in honey and sneeze all over you. And he, <laughs> yeah, he's just completely mental. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, um, he, he, I can't remember, but there's one bit where he's like um, talking to somebody. He's like, um, and look at me. I turned out all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's completely nuts. But um, in terms of like favorite historical or infamous British general, yeah. there was one that I forgot um, the name of, but I remember, uh, remembered it yesterday. Well, I looked it up yesterday. Jack Churchill. Do you know about this guy? No. He's mental, right? Okay. He was the he he was the uh, a guy in World War Two, and yep. he was the last guy to have a confirmed kill with a longbow and this was during World War Two, and he would go into combat in World War Two, armed with bagpipes a sword and a longbow old school yeah and he was completely mental and um yeah, he was. He basically that was what made him kind of nuts. That he 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 brought those things into a fight, and he said a man who goes into combat without a sword is a man who's lost his wits or something like that. And uh, basically, after he left the war, I think he took like an office position in the army, but. Um, people would reportedly see him on the train every day, throw his briefcase out of the window every day, and it's like, well, what's he doing? Is he getting a new briefcase every day? No. <laughs> yeah. What it was was that he had to walk home once he got off the train. Yeah. But he didn't want to carry his briefcase, but the train did pass by his house, so he would throw it into his back and garden. Just pick it up. So, nice. so he didn't have to carry it. briefcase. Yeah. That's brilliant. So he, he's a bit of a nutcase. Oh my god. So yeah, that's Jack Churchill, mate. Look him up on Wikipedia. I might have got some of those details wrong, but it, it was sounds um, amazing. Yeah, he's a pretty nut. If you nut. can't take a sword to a fight, who can you take? Yeah, love it. Uh, bloody hell! That's, uh, oh yeah. So uh, the rest of the question is: If you were, if you were a general of a military force, what type of creature would you ride into battle? Emu. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. From the great, great emu battle in yeah. Australia. I don't really know. T- t- off the top of my head, don't know that many generals. I don't know an infamous one. One from Prison Break. It's pretty infamous. Which which one's that? That's the bad guy, isn't it? The big bad guy of the company. Oh him, the general, didn't they? Bald bloke, the old boy. The general, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, he's a good, he's a good fictional general. Yeah, there yeah. You go. 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 General Prison Break. <laughs> general Prison. That was break. his name. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Terry. As Cheers. always. Cheers for the questions, Terry. And thank you so much for your crazy freaking dicker game. Yeah, you the man. You the man. Uh, next question is in from the current holder of the best damn goblin game going 2017. It's the big Richard. It's the big Rich. Woolcock. He says, what is the weirdest skill or ability you've ever seen in an RPG? It's quite a tough question, but it I is. think if it's in a, if, we, if we're using skills and abilities, yeah, Disrobe has got to be up there. Disrobe's a good one. Um, yeah, Turn Somebody Impotent, that's a good one. Special Chariot is one of my new favourite weird special abilities. Special Chariot, yeah, I like Special that, Chariot. Because that is such a broad description. It, it just could be anything. You create a Special Chariot. Because that's one of the ones where you could argue with the DM for hours. You could yeah. just be like, that, that, that could be a weird ability because it depends on how you use it. So I think like if you um 
yeah, if you tried to like argue with the DM, you'd just be like, I just want to summon a chariot that's able to fly. And they're like, no, you can't do that. And it's like, well, it says special, mate. That is that's special. special. That's pretty mate. special. That's pretty damn special. You're telling me if you didn't see, if you saw a chariot fly past, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't think go, that's special. That's pretty special, that is. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thinking, but he's saying the weird is stability. And I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for enlarged breasts. I'm going to go for disrobe because that's just weird. No, I think enlarged breasts because it, that is the weirdest. Because whoever came up with that was like... Weird. Yeah, they're just thinking. They're just they're just a weirdo. Big boobs. Yeah, a lot of big boobies. Uh, just put a spell in there. All right, there you go. Enlarged boobs. Enlarged breasts. <laughs> and we got one from Sarah Whitney who says, "Would the guys in your group wear skirts in hot weather?" Probably. Yep. Why not? <laughs> and then Rachel Gator came in with a question: What is the funniest concept for a tabletop game that you guys have seen? Uh, my Life with Masters sounds pretty fun, fucking weird and funny, doesn't it? So, yeah, My Life with Masters was a game where the DM plays a slaveman yeah. and all of the players are the slaves of yeah. the slaveman. Of the slaveman, yeah. Rachel Gator, I just want to give a bit of a shout out to because she is the person that did the art for our wonderful album. RachelGator.com. Ear Garbage, available yeah. now on our SoundCloud. No, not SoundCloud, Bandcamp. So you can find that now, link in the description. But Rachel, um, I just want to say that uh, in terms of like weird, um, weirdest concepts, I think it's easy to go for the ones that, you know, people are, that are definitely trying to be weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I quite liked the one that we um, we t- spoke about last week, Brutal. Um, oh, Brutal. Bloody ball-busting bloody battles. Yeah, because that wasn't, de- like, necessarily trying to be out there and weird, but it had some, like, weird concepts yeah. in there. But the, but the thing is, it's not like one of these ones that you look at and go, that's weird, but I'd never play it. It's mm. like, you look at it and go... That's weird and awesome. I really want to play it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like that, that, that's that's the difference. That's in our must play. That's, why, that's one of those ones that, that is like weird that should be celebrated yeah, as opposed exactly. to weird, why the fuck did they do that? Laugh at it once, yeah. put it away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Brutal. You should check that out, yeah, Rachel. Brutal. Actually, she she'll probably love that. Everybody she, should check Brutal out. Yeah, definitely. Because we definitely were going to. She's into her Brutal stuff because oh. she is into her metal. So Rachel, oh. check that one out. And next is from James Clark. Nick? And James the Pumpkin Clark asks, if the world was to end and you could only have one person with you, who would it be? I would take my mum. That's quite nice. I would take your mum also. (laughs) You just got to fucking say Boom. Boom. Let's leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. His next question is, what was the first music album you bought? Uh, mine was now. That's what I call hits. Twenty nine on ta- on four four pack tape. Mine was Linkin Park Hybrid Theory. Good, but that wasn't the first CD I bought. The first CD that I bought was uh, Hearsay. Um, gonna be there. I think the song was called. Oh wow, yeah, that was a bad one. I think my first CD. Oh yes, CD. So my first CD would have been a single that I picked up from Woolworths. That's where everyone bought their CDs from back then. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! I know I had Mr. Blobby. It's a pretty bad one. Um, what else did I have? First ever. Do you know what? I don't even want to say. It might even be Gina G, who are just a little bit. Now that is a tune. That is a tune. Yeah. And then he follows up with, "What is your favourite anime film and/or TV series?" Uh, well, we've already answered that. Yeah, anime we've film answered one. four. No, the anime film we answered in the Patreon, uh, Patreon only one. So the anime film yours was. 
I said Akira, but but in saying that, I do absolutely love Spirited Away as well. So I'm gonna say Fair actually, I'm gonna say Spirited Away. Fuck it. Spirited Away. Yeah. Um, mine is probably a toss up between I'm gonna say Paprika and Kiki's Delivery Service. I need to check out Paprika. And uh, with regards to your favourite TV series, what would that be? I love Attack on Titan. Brilliant. Uh, uh, I don't think it doesn't have to be an anime TV series. Oh, any TV series. Yeah, I think you just said TV series. And oh, or TV series. Oh, fucking hell. There's too many. I watch so there's, many. There's a lot of TV series. I don't really watch a lot of TV, so I don't even know. Uh, I'm going to say none. No TV series. They're all rubbish. Dexter. It's brilliant. Okay, fine. That's a good one. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard to pick. I hate so many of them. Don't worry about them. Okay, next one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. What is an embarrassing habit you have? Uh, Masturbating in public. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's an embarrassing <laughs> habit, more of an arrestable <laughs> habit. I've got to stop doing that. I really have. Really have. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, people have. Okay, yeah. My wife's just reminded me of one. Um, she she mentioned that. Um, uh, yeah, I do. I I do something called the claw, mm. which is you know when people have like resting bitch face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they have, where they don't realise that they've got like an angry face because they're just resting. I've got like resting bitch hand. Now you're going to notice this a lot, but my hand goes into like a claw position when when I'm not doing anything with it. I just automatically just have a claw, <laughs> just in case you need to. Strike. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm just so I've just got these finely tuned like kung fu flex reflex. Like, it's just out yeah. of nowhere. So just watch yourself, anyone, right? Because it's always at like it's always at like ball height. I just, ah, you're just there. That. Oh, I, I do that really annoying stretch noise in the morning, you know, and you're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, like a. And my wife hates it. <laughs> like a vampire. Yeah, in the exactly. Sun. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, mine is the claw, and mine's uh, mine's my morning yawn. That is when Nick goes, gets put in the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question is: What is your greatest fear? <laughs> Nothing. I'm fearless. No. <laughs> your greatest fear. I, I, I think I, bet- I know what mine is I've got a, I've got phobia of uh, hypodermic needles so I'm going to say that have you really yeah I hate them yeah so have I yeah that's really weird scared the shit out of me yeah I can't if I'm watching a film and, a, and have you noticed because you're like, you don't like them how many they put in films even if it's felt completely unrelated oh give them a jab yeah how fucking scary was that bit in Saw 2 oh that was hell for me I saw it yeah, I, know, as well. I had to cover my so eyes I, I literally couldn't watch it I literally every time Every time I watch that film, which oh. which is it, which is quite sad, that means that I've watched it like more Multiple than once. Times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so every time I watch that film, I, I it makes me makes me feel sick. Mm, okay. And um, what I also hate, right? Everyone that has a needle phobia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that also has tattoos. When people say to you, but how do you get tattoos? Yeah, same thing, isn't it? No. No, it's not the fucking not even same. Close. It looks completely different. It's a solid needle that keeps and moving, that ink drips down rather than going into your fucking veins. And it feels completely different. And it feels completely different so as well. So yeah. shut the fuck up, yeah. anybody that says that, right? Just a little PSA for you. That's because right. we've both got lots of tattoos but hate needles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there, yeah, no, okay, we've got the same one. And lastly, uh, that age-old dilemma, apples or pears? Oh, uh, pears, easily. Uh, I like apples, so there you go. Apples can go fuck themselves. Down the apples and pears. Yes. Way. Oh, oh, kill me, please. (laughs) (laughs) Right, moving swiftly to G+. Let's go over there, man. Let's go where it's at. (laughs) Don't know what that noise was. It's just a dying van. Nice. Uh, Matty Stark. Wee. What's up? Matt says, if you had to choose a new race, which would it be? A sexy feline spacer Black. or a Cretaceous samurai warrior? Oh. Why? Um, 
Would you be a sexy cat spacer or a cretaceous samurai warrior? Yeah, so sexy feline or samurai... Okay, I'm going to go samurai one. I'm going to go sexy feline. Yeah, actually, I like cats too. I'm going to go for the cat one too. I've changed it now. Two sexy felines. Yep, we're going sexy feline, Matt. Thank you. So if you could deliver them to uh, our house, Matt, that'd be much better. Yeah, just give give me those new races, please. Uh, We want them. Uh, Eli has asked us for which three RPG materials we would use on a desert island. We have already asked this question, uh, answered this question in a previous pod, and I think we both answered GURPS. Yeah. And GURPS-related materials. So, sorry about that, Eli. And lastly, Mr. Manuel Sams. Manuel Sams, he's back once again. How did he even rise from the grave? Where did he go? We don't know. We don't even fucking know. What no, a guy. Germany's number one German. Yes. Manners Sambas. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. And Manuel asks, have you ever had your PC ask an NPC out on a date? If yes, did it happen? And was it played out? Absolutely. Uh, Roland had to go on a date. That was the other way around. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, of course, yeah. An NPC asked a PC on Out a date. On a date. Um, and that was sort of like a challenge. Um, a distraction. I'm certain that we've had we've had had situations like that happen before, but I can't I can't remember the specifics, which is bloody annoying. <laughs> but um we will talk about the date that, that Roland went on because basically what happened was is that he um basically in order to get free medical treatment, uh went on a date with a um, with a, uh, the staff at this hospital, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the the staff member was a uh, lovely bloke called Casima, was Kasima. his name. Yeah, and he was this Indian bloke, and he had a bald head, and he wore a little flower flower thing around his head. <laughs> yeah, he was really loud, really annoying bloke. Yep. And um, he was based on a guy that I used to work with, who was also really loud and annoying. And that was that was a technique I spoke about before. If you ever have an NPC. And you don't have the NPC prepared, just base it on a guy that you work with, because then you then you instantly have like a personality in your head. Exactly. And that's what I did. I based it on this guy that I work with, and uh, yeah, then then he was just like, mm, "You want to go on a date with me?" And that was exactly how the blokes bloke sounded that I worked with. He had the most loud, high pitched voice, and so that was kind of the challenge. Yeah. Was that if you want free medical treatment, you're gonna to have to put up with this guy's voice for all an hour. night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's actually got to then like the date because obviously he wouldn't help help us out. But no, it went really well. Yeah, it was really funny. It was great. But you went great, you great went session. on the date, and because um, Nick's character Roland was so quiet and didn't give anything away. Uh, the date basically got bored and stopped talking to him. <laughs> yeah, that's he, right. He was just like, mm, this is boring, go away. Pranced off to the bar, didn't he? Yeah, and he just got fed up with you. And so actually, Oh, because his favourite band was playing as well. Yeah. I love so, kids. Yeah, so you you basically subverted it and overcame the challenge yep. by being boring. Yeah. To yeah, so actually, you win. But it was much fun. You win at the date. I win the date. Yeah. yeah that was, uh, And that was the last electro letter we have. This time. Thank you very much, everybody. Please do keep <laughs> sending them in. Because we love them. <laughs> well done everyone thank you very much for your letters we appreciate them so much mm-hmm. we appreciate you so much you're the best guys are they the best guys they certainly are I'm just checking my facts here let's just ask Podbot hang on no he's already done a printout for me yeah yeah they are the best guys they are yeah according to this we can have official TTT statement they're the best guys woo Shout outs. 
So, if, so this is the shout-out segment where we talk about our colleagues on the Nerds International Network, and this time we want to talk about the Fighting Ravens. The Fighting Ravens are the Fighting Ravens are a actual play group of guys, guys that are playing on ETU. YouTube, which no, we shouldn't talk over each other. Go yes. on, Nick. Okay, they are so uh, the Fighting. <laughs> Uh, no, Ravens are the wait, but, no, but, no, but so but okay, go no. go now. Okay, yeah, fighting right. ravens are on the no wait you no, yes yes. Fighting ravens are a bunch of great guys that are currently playing ETU. If you don't know what that is, then go check it out. ETU basically is a um, it's a horror setting for Savage Worlds set in an East Texas university, university. which is why it's called that. Oh, you see? Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh my god! Gotcha. How did we not understand that before? It's X Files meets Saved by the Bell. Ex- uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if you like the sound of that, then go and check that out because it's brilliant. It is Brilliant. And the thing about it is, is that you, uh, if you want to experience that kind of story, but with the humour of a bunch of guys that really understand that kind of story and have a great fucked up sense of humour, then <laughs> yeah. you can enjoy ETU by... Golly, you can. By checking out the Fighting Ravens. Mm-hmm. Now, how would they do that, Nick? Well, um, they what, would follow... The, what the... Stop it! Ah! You, you would follow the link in the description... And the link in the description... Now, what is one of those? Well, I'll tell you. It's a link... To a description. No, it is in the description. <laughs> but it's a gateway to the ravens. Exactly. Go to the gateway now. Enter the portal. Enter the gateway. <laughs> Where is this Enter going? Enter the this gateway. Is, this is so shit. Enter the gateway. Not my gateway. Okay, and the second shout-out I wanted to do yeah. was to... Uh, so the second like? shout-out we wanted to do is to something we like. What uh, do you like, Nick? What am I this like? This is Nick's something he likes I'm currently corner. liking right now. Overwatch, the game. <laughs> As if that needs any more promotion. <laughs> Overwatch, because it's great. It is good, though. It's coming up to its year's anniversary. It is, isn't it? Four free maps. Doomfist's coming. Have you noticed that Doomfist is actually... It's missing out of the payload now. When it oh, moves. is it? It's smashed, yeah. I haven't Fist even noticed, man. Yeah, Fist is gone. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I love Overwatch. I've got back into it again. I took a little hiatus from it, and it's I've been playing it, I've been playing it every day since I've come out, and I don't mean to sound like a fanboy, but it is such a fucking good game. It really is. It's not as if we need to advertise it anymore. No, it's Blizzard doing all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. Blizzard, I do like it, though. I mean, this is a wonderful new indie game, Overwatch, uh, by a little startup company called Blizzard. <laughs> Grassroots and, company, yeah. And we're trying to help them out so you know give them chuck them a buck um, chuck them a buck would you because uh, come on guys <laughs> they're struggling so yeah what do you um, like uh, what I like what I've been playing this week in my what I like corner is I've been playing League of Legends the most popular online game <laughs> in the world because we are so we so, don't conform man yeah we're not conformists we don't conform so check out these brand new indie games no one knows from about from Riot them. and League of Legends <laughs> Uh, and, and Blizzard, and Blizzard sorry. So they, yeah, these guys, you know, chuck them a buck. <laughs> no one knows nothing about them. You heard it here first. League of Legends, Overwatch, boom. New tip, new hot tip. <laughs> hot tip. <laughs> Fuck it, no. Well, the Penguins have made it, and they're going up against the Golden Knight. Interesting, the Penguins have outflanked the Golden Knight. They're uh, pushing in with a rear attack. He has now caught both sides, classic pincer manoeuvre, just the way the World War II soldiers were done in. Uh, thought of the week uh, okay so that concludes another show let us know what you thought of it guys let's give us the tunes give was us... it righteous <laughs> enough for you let's give us some tunes <laughs> I don't know what, don't know what that means uh. was it righteous enough for you are we holier than now are you going to go check out testament 
let us know guys and let us know uh, give us a review on iTunes if you can actually don't do we want we've never had care. one so let's keep it that way why break our bit of lifetime yeah, let's try and keep we want to be the longest running show without an iTunes review I think you do have to have more than like because I know that someone because I know the guys over at um, You Meet in a Tavern did for us and we did the same for them but do you need more than like one to even get them shown up because because I can't see it I can't see it I don't, think, I don't know if they even did it do you think we've been uh, have we been shafted by the tavern guys probably we should fight them they're a lot better outfit than us they are better than us, yes. Yeah, which is hugely popular, popular in, in such a short time. They're popular to, to guys. But you see, that brings us to the end of the show, guys, and this is our world-famous outro, and so... So that's all going to change now. Let's get some contact details. Podbot. Fill us in. No, give us the contact details. Don't just make beeps and boops, you piece of shit. Email. Tabletop twats at gmail.com And Twitter... At tabletop twats. And the Tumblr? Error. 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 Right. Error. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so we don't know how the Tumblr works. It don't matter. And obviously, go over to the Nerds International page and get and follow us on Google Plus and all that shit. Um, but for now, that leaves us with the thought of the week because we like to give you a philosophical thought, something to meditate on while you wait for the next episode to come out. And this week will be no exception. This week we've got a very deep thought for you. Something that's going to keep you thinking. Keep you up at night. And the thought for this week is... What the fuck is a Sonic? Mm. And that leaves one thing to be said. One thing that binds us all. One thing that brings us all together and lets us know that really... We are brothers and sisters. We are just one person really acting as many. We are one but many. Mmm... And that word, that word that unites us all beyond this dimension and the next is... Chicken McBosh. Goodbye. Lucky. So we're basically hiding. Now what? We, we're going to have to fucking kill this thing, otherwise we're not going to be able to get past. Kill a bloody bollocon? Are you mad? Well, you're a fucking wizard, why don't you try and kill it? But peace, look, there's a big bloody difference. <sighs> well, just use one of your spells. Come on, man. What the... My sp... You don't understand. My spells are peaceful. They're not... They don't cause any... Pain or, or damage to people. I mean, I, could, I can summon a nice picnic. How about that? God. Some good conversation. Seriously, what use are you? Seriously. I'm peaceful. I can tell you how to arrange a garden. Okay, try it. Just summon a picnic. Fine. Mm, summon picnic. <sighs> okay, well, it appears to have distracted it momentarily. See, in the picnic. Okay, let's go. Let's sneak round. Very quietly. Yes, of course, quietly, dickhead. Okay, just over this bit of brand. Shush! Oh, fuck! No! Shit! Oh, fuck, it's seen us! Okay, run! Run! Shit! I would come back to get you, but um, you're probably gonna die anyway, and oh, oh, you'll be fine! You absolute <laughs> bastard! You'll be fine! I can't! I think I've had my ankle! 
You're just gonna leave me here? Probably. Unbody believable! There we go. You and me then, Bonacon. Oh dear. Looks like it's gonna be the end for, for me. Oh. oh! What the? It didn't. Go away, foul beast! It didn't smell. What the? Tis right. Tis I. You saved me! I did indeed. Who are you? I'm an onion knight. Of course you are! You're the best thing I've seen! Thank you so much! <laughs> <laughs> now take this! 